Start. No. Chris, start with that one too? I started. Thank you. Yeah, let's yeah. start with that one. Stop it. Huh? You pushing it? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, mine's blinking. Mine's solid. Wait, is this blinking? Yeah, it's fine. Last one, one. As long as you're close, it'll be fine. Alright. Same thing was happening. Okay. Alright, I trust you. I trust you. That's fine. Alright. Alright, um, welcome in. Uh, this is KB Pod, and today your host is Kira Morao. Today we got Matt from Straight Shooting with Matt. And we also got Carlos Rivera. And we also got Emerson. Perfect, perfect. So, as we all know, we're here together to discuss about um, the Ukraine versus Russia. Um, you could call it crisis. Crisis, yes. Some crisis. Yes. Yeah, so that's something crazy. It is definitely. Now it's gonna be a part of our history books. You can definitely. Oh yeah, we're definitely making yeah. history being in this. Hundred percent. I'm tired of being through history. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's <laughs> been like that. <laughs> this is like, like two years now. Yeah. Yeah. Almost three years going on three years. Man, that's crazy. I all started with COVID. I'm just gonna start with it. All started with COVID. Kobe was just Didn't we lose Kobe in the pandemic? Or was that before? No, that, that was right before. Like, I mean, right before the pandemic it started, but it wasn't the United States that the thing, you know? Yeah. Okay, yeah. January 26th, I think. I remember because we were learning about it. It was a Sunday. Yeah. You just knew about it because the social media, that's all it was. I didn't see mm. anything else. Do you remember what you were doing when you were Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was at Top Golf. Yeah, I just like everyone. Everyone opens up their phone, the notifications, everything. And you just hear like, i okay. I was never really like a big fan. I didn't really watch basketball mm-hmm. like that. But just hearing that and seeing how many people like loved seeing Kobe, like that just showed how much of an impact he brought to people. That is true. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember I was at a restaurant. I was on my restaurant working, and um, and then one of my coworkers she comes out. She's like, dude. My my brother called me and he was like Bro, you won't believe this man, Kobe died, man. Kobe died and I was like, Yo, when the fuck were you ever a Lakers man? <laughs> You know, was uh, also a huge impact in like her school and everything. Yeah. So you know, she was uh, also a part of society and everything too. Um, but it's also sad. Like, I I I never really knew who she was until after the fact. And you know, like I would you, I would like to show her appreciation for you know what she did in her community and stuff too. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Is for being that age and everything having a huge impact and stuff like a hundred percent. She got her jersey retired somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, wasn't it her school or anything? It was her, her school, school jersey. I yeah, I'm something. pretty sure it was her school jersey or something. See, yeah. I just got out of church and we was listening to the radio, and they were like, 
former Lakers legend Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash. And I was like, what? Everybody yeah. sitting in the car dead silent, just listening. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, sad, you, bro. Like, you think of these childhood heroes and you think these people are unkillable. These people are invincible. And Definitely. then when one of them passes away, it's like, damn, you know? It's kinda, it kind of hits. Mm-hmm. It's sad. Like, imagine when LeBron, you know? Mm-hmm. LeBron losing LeBron or, I don't know, like for soccer, I mean, Messi. People like that, you like, I mean, there was one soccer player, I don't know if you guys know Maradona. He's like a legend. He was already old, but he died in Argentina, but everybody's like crying outside the stadium. Like, it's crazy how much they have like developed into us, our character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like athletes go farther than just the sport itself. They they do a lot for their communities and all that. Yeah. So just to say he was a basketball player or, you know, mess with the soccer player, it's just, it doesn't do their due diligence, you know? That's yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. 100%. So. Let's go, let's go, let's get on topic, guys. Come on. Okay. Yes. So, it is, I guess it's a sensitive topic, but, um, but it, it's here and it's real, so. It's happening. Like we said, we're making history. That is true, that is true. So, as we speak, it's Sunday, February 27, 7 p.m. As of right now, if I'm not mistaken, the Russian Prime Minister, President, whatever you want to call him, should be meeting with the President of Ukraine to discuss, see what happens from there. I'm not sure. First of all, let me start with you guys. What do you think is going to happen in this meeting? I think tensions are really high, but I think if they're willing to speak to one another, I don't know what it was before, but the fact that they're even able to speak to each other sounds like a lot of green flags, a lot of green lights, you know? A lot of good things might come out of this, so. Yeah. It's also, they're, they're talking on Monday, which is tomorrow. But yes, you actually are right, they are meeting. But um, in my opinion, um, there's just still a lot of hostility going on between them. And I don't really think their meeting's really going to resolve anything. Because this um, this issue's been going on actually since 2014. Yeah, and um, it's just been like a huge debate, and if they haven't settled it, you know, for all these years, what makes you think they're going to settle it now? And then on top of that, it's not even just like about them now, like this United States is also, you know, um, trying to fuck with Russia's economy and everything, you know, they're on Ukraine's side, trying to help Ukraine and everything. China and everything, I think... Is with yeah with Russia yeah hundred percent yeah. They're so like China's very soft on what they support That's because mm-hmm. I think their president had called Putin a while or a few days ago saying that they need to talk negotiations that with the Ukraine. Who else was it that said that to? Uh, there was some um, the smaller countries that are also along well, with Russia like well, France. So like, no, 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 France is with Ukraine. Yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah France is with Ukraine. I'm pretty sure trying to um send equipment and you know supplies and stuff down uh, to help you yeah. everything also see it's it's kind of hard because obviously i can understand russia's concerns with ukraine being a member of nato because you have romania you have lithuania you have all these countries that already border russia that are members of nato so ukraine would be that one last piece that would effectively block them in because on the western side they have Poland, Germany, they have all these European countries, and then the western side they have Canada, they have the US. So me, I'm kind of in a gray area because I don't support their actions, but I do see their concerns. 
Mm-hmm. That's very understandable. I mean, that is true. I mean, when you have just basically, I don't want to say he's by himself because he obviously has other countries that support him, but when you are by yourself against a lot of countries, I mean, uh, yes, it's like a. Oh, go ahead. I want to break this down so there's. It's nothing wrong to believe like what you say. What you say right there, because there's. When I'm from doing my research, I found that there's three political parties or three political like ideologies. The first one is pro-Western. Just uh, I'm putting these simply. Like obviously you're you're just middle area for all these, Mm -hmm. but to put them like black and white, basically. There's the pro-Western, pro-NATO. Those are people, a part of the Ukraine, who believe that. Then there's the, uh, the regional and local interest that are just people from the Ukraine that, you know, they just they just want to leave things alone. They want to leave things the way they are. Then there's the pro-Russian people that are also living in the Ukraine that side with Russia and are against uh, Ukraine going with the United Nations, NATO. So... Those are basically the three main like ideas right now. Definitely. I'm pretty sure Russia doesn't even really want to take over like a lot of Ukraine. Isn't like a, a big portion of Ukraine though, right? Yeah. Isn't, well, isn't that what Russia wants? Well, the eastern part of Ukraine's been controlled by pro-Russian separatists for a few years now. And that's well, yeah, it's that's people who and, yeah. yeah, is and isn't that part? Um, they have more native Russians there. Isn't I? I'm pretty sure I heard that, right? That's true. I in that in that territory, I, right? Definitely. Uh, I don't want to say the. I would rival it, but I forgot how to say the last name of the city. Not last name. The name of the city. The capital? Not the capital. The right. It starts with a K S something. K S. See, yeah, I don't remember Chef, the names also. Chef or something like that, and that's the one that's on the right, and it's been controlled by. I don't want to say. Pro rebels, I think that's what they call the separatists. Separatists. So you know, it is true when it comes to that. But then again, it's like you could say this might sound weird. You could say, let's say, the El Paso. You know, you could say it's a lot Latinos, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then let's say you, Mexico says, I don't know, like, fuck it, let's take that place. You know, let's take that part of Arizona. This is just like a given an idea, an example, yeah. but. And then you're like, United States, like, no, it's like it's our part. But you can just, Mexico can be like, well, there's a lot of Mexicans there, you know, like, there's a lot of people that go from there. We should take that part. So mm-hmm. I think I see it a little bit like that as an example. And I'm like, well, it makes sense what they're saying. I said, we so do that. You're kind of saying they see that as part of their country because exactly. more of their people are mm-hmm. there. All right. So, and, and I, 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 I can understand, understand it. Obviously, over there in Europe, might, they might see it different. Mm-hmm. That's what we see here. We can do that. I mean, didn't didn't United States just come over and do the same exact thing? Just put people there and said, "Oh, I'm just yeah. This is this is this is America, exactly, huh?" Exactly. Yeah. So, so I mean, like, that's what I'm saying, like <laughs> I can see it, but it's 2026. That's they've mm. established. Like, at the end of the day, they established like an area that is theirs. So like, exactly. if this is the Ukraine, then that's the entirety of the Ukraine. There's mm-hmm. there's no. Kind of maybe Ukraine, but kind of maybe Russia. I think it should just be one thing or the other. Mm-hmm. To not mm-hmm. to like, like you know, that's confusion. That brings confusion to people. It's like, okay, I don't know whether. I mean, it, you can call it a territory or whatever, but at the end of the day, it's like it's part of it. it needs to belong to somebody. You yeah, see, definitely. to go along with that, Ukraine's already established its own economy and its own government. They're definitely. self-governing already. So, Russia, China, take over Ukraine. 
it's basically just, I wouldn't say them taking their territory back, but basically them just invading a country because they see that as part of their country, just like they did with Crimea, I think, a few years ago. Well, the thing is, um, ah, shoot, what was I going to say? Crap, just out of my head. (laughs) You know what? Yeah, you guys just discussed, I'll come back to it. Okay, but, um... Taking off a little bit of the topic of what the cities are part of that, can we get to a point where we see the president of Ukraine got balls? Like, that motherfucker got balls. <laughs> you, you see what he's doing? That man. You see the mess? I, I still don't remember. I, actually, I remember a little bit what he said. He said, don't give me a ride. He said, I will bring me ammunition. Yeah. I don't need a ride. I need ammunition. And I was like, damn. See, that's an end quote right there. That's I, I don't know because you see a lot of people in the U.S. are like, oh, citizens don't need guns, citizens don't need this, and then you see those same people talking about Ukraine, oh, arm the citizens, so, I don't know, that's just, it's kind of off topic, but, more political, I see it. It's kind of like, I know what you mean, but it's a good subject, just because, hypothetically, like, God forbid something like this happens to the U.S., but I would hope that you know, we have our weapons on us. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And I'm not saying that we should, like, keep it on us in case of something, but, like, I mean, yeah, actually, I guess I do mean that. Exactly, I do mean that. Because, you know, it's better to be safe than to be sorry. Yeah. Right. Also, you know, Ukraine's not just going to give up their uh, their land and territory. Hell you right. know, like, um, Ukraine's not part of NATO. And that's been that way for years now. And, you know, United States and NATO and all the other people have been trying to uh, get Ukraine to join in everything. And for years, you know, it's, it's, it, uh, they haven't. So my whole thing is, like, why is Russia going to, you know, go invade and try to take a territory even though they're not siding with us? They're, uh, we really only use Ukraine for oil. And on top of that, we're also becoming, um, what's it called? We don't. We don't really need oil. Definitely. Like, like we're. we're uh, hold on. Hold on. Let me. Let me check. What is it? We are. We are energy independent. Like we all have solar panels all around and everything. So this is like, why are we trying to go sit there and fight a whole, you know, different country and everything over some oil, even though we make our own. We we, we make enough in the United States uh, for us to survive. For us to like, I mean, keep going on. I mean. The amount of barrels a day we import from Russia is like 595,000 barrels a day. And I know that pipeline they were supposed to build was supposed to bring about like 800,000 in, but I guess they didn't want the pipeline because it crossed the native territory and they kind of scrapped it. So it kind of keeps us buying oil from Ukraine. So if we wanted to get oil, that pipeline would have been the best decision, but... They were they were afraid of hurting the environment, so now we're still dependent on this eastern on these eastern European countries. And it's hard now, definitely. Um, you see the gas prices, of course. I mean, and it's not even going political, of course. I think it was a one point three seventy, and it started going down to three twenty at some point around half a month ago, and now I just checked it's like four dollars now on yeah. Circle K. You know, Circle K like you know a place where you get a cheap. A Circle K gas is mid too. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, if you guys, guys want to know, um, Chevron, Four Sons, and I'm pretty sure Shell, that's Ukraine oil. 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so Chevron. <laughs> yeah, Chevron. I'll try to get four ten for that gas. Right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. For your crane, you know, boys, we don't need it for them. Outside of the oil, I think that um, I think another reason why the U.S. is concerned and why they're, they they want to be a part of this. Do you know how close they are to Russia? You guys notice that they're very close. I mean, we are very close to Russia. Oh, yeah, no, people think we're like thousands of miles. You <laughs> <laughs> go to Alaska, you go to Alaska, and it's like 25 kilometers away. It's not that far, so honestly, I would, I'm not surprised that we're like, we're very close to them, which means we have the potential to be very close to somebody taking over. You know, like, why well, I see something happening and not do anything about it when we're that close, you know? Right, yeah. Well, you also got to think about it. Um, if we necessarily like jump in, you know, Russia will jump in. We have more soldiers than Russia. That's true. The issue is if China jumps in. China is way a part of our development. We do not have their kind of technology. And they have way more people than uh, we have in the United States. Way more yeah, soldiers. Yeah, but you also look at their population, and it's like well, one point something billion people mm-hmm. in the country. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure that males there have mandatory military service up until like 25 or something. Like yeah, that. and then um, military. And I think not only that, but I don't want I don't want to be incorrect, but I do believe that with China and and Russia, with North Korea, also be with them. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I I don't I, don't I couldn't see that happening because of how outdated their military is and how outdated their equipment is. Because obviously you see videos of their parades and they have all this technology. It's all for show. But it, I honestly think it's all for show because they don't really have any trade partners besides China, and they hardly ever trade anything. So I don't really see how they would have all this high-tech military equipment like they boast they do mm-hmm. but i don't see them getting involved unless they're provoked well i remember when i was in i think i don't know if it was middle school or the beginning of high school um north korea was over there bombing the oceans and everything right next to uh, what was for it? Real. Yeah. yeah what was it japan or something and then um they're obviously testing yeah yeah they're like they're testing their limits and everything and um i also know russia does trade nuclear um Nuclear stuff with uh, North Korea. I'm I heard I think so. I'm pretty sure I read something like that, but I'm not sure. sure. I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah, sure North Korea is too closed in to really get information on. But it's scary. Well, I know. I'm close. pretty sure. Like, well, we don't we don't hear anything about them. That's the that's the sound I'm just saying that because if America's involved with Ukraine. China doesn't necessarily like the U.S. and neither does North Korea. I can see them siding with them just because of the fact that they have a common enemy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. That's why. But I mean, that's a good point you make. If they don't trade and they don't necessarily want to be a part of everyone else, I can see them also being like, "We're going to be neutral on this and just not care. We're going to pretend like it's not happening." Yeah. And also that too. Especially and that's kind of what they've been doing already. I mean, you've mostly only heard China and. Belarus and Kazakhstan, but you've never really heard anything about North Korea during this. Mm-hmm. Well, they they don't um, like everyone else's culture. Like they like Kim Jong Un just wants like everything to be within the country, strictly North. Yeah, Korea. like they, 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 you can't watch um, 
what's it called? What was that? Squid Games. You can't, you can't watch Squid Games in there. in there. Yeah, you can go to jail for watching Squid Games on there. I read that in an article. One hundred percent. You can yeah, definitely do that. I remember that. Too. You can't. You can't watch American shows down there. You can't wear certain clothes. Can't listen to their music and everything. They have and like if you, three channels you can choose from, and it's all state run. Yeah, and if, you can't get his haircut too. I heard something like that. I I'm, I heard something like that. I have. I don't know if that's true, but I have heard something like that. But you know, you can't get um, like uh, what's it called, like the rappers here down here. You can't do that. Yeah, you will go to jail and everything for. It. So it's this crazy. And um, what's it called down there? It's like if your kid makes a mistake, it's the whole family. Yeah, like, yeah. The mom gets God. The grandma gets God. The uncle gets God. Yeah, like, okay, say you're someone in North Korea and you say something negative about Kim Jong Un. Not only are you going to prison, your kids are going to prison, your kids' kids are going to prison, their kids are going to prison. They literally sentence your entire bloodline so until they feel like F Joe Biden. So say we were running North Korea, if you were to say F Joe Biden, Oh, the pause. There it goes. It's back on. Well, let's get into the stock thing first, because I want to hear about it. I want to hear your part of the crypto. Well, let's hear it. We should stay on this topic just a tiny bit longer and then move on to the whole, uh, is, uh, oh, the the new, there it goes. Yeah. Right, I think that'll be a good subject to talk about, because all opinion-based. That is opinion-based. Well, let's get into the stock thing first, because I want to hear about it. I want to hear your part. I have, I have some pretty good things about it. Well, well, let's let's hear what I know a lot about that. Are we ready to talk about it? You want to, what do you guys want to bring us into the topic? Well, um, start second phase of the podcast. We're going to be talking about how the crisis. <laughs> 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 I, don't, I don't necessarily want to call it a war because right. war is a very strong word. A conflict. A con- conflict. conflict. But if you're going to say declare war, that's it, it's it's pretty scary just to hear that, you know? Yeah. Well, like, he said he yeah, had we, an invasion, but he yeah. didn't really have a war. Well, yeah, I mean... They did. Um, There are... Well, I mean, like, houses and stuff, you know, tanks running over yeah, cars, right. driving in the streets and everything. I have seen pictures and, I mean, uh, I have seen videos of Ukraine um, citizens talking to Russian soldiers, like, cussing them out and everything. And Russian yeah. soldiers just looking at them like, you know, fuck off. Like, why, why are you looking at me for? <laughs> They're just, just like, I didn't choose to do this. That's true. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but I've seen a couple videos where Ukrainian soldiers have taken Russian soldiers hostages. And they're like... Who sent you here? Why are you here? And a lot of them are like, we were just told this is training exercises. We were told everything would be fine, and then we were abandoned. So it's it's kind of hard to believe media because side, yeah. because there's so much within the heat of the moment. There's so much misinformation being spread right. that it's kind of hard to really know what's true and what's not. And that's why I like believe that you know I don't want to understand the other side, but I'm pretty sure you know not everyone thinks like. The leader of Russia, not to say him, but you know, you think about it, you're like, what's the soldier's fault, you know? Hey, do your job. It's not what, you know? I think looking mm-hmm. at it from both sides, whether it's Ukraine or Russia, they're fighting before something, they're fighting for their own country, not because, and they don't see it as, a, as, as something wrong because that's their country. Right. Same thing with the United States and anything else, anybody else. They're going to do it because. That's 
their country. I mean, yeah, if you have a bird come in your house, like, I'm defending my house. That's my house. Like, you're, yeah. you're not going to sit here and rob me. if we end up in a gunfight, like, I'm dying or you're dying or we're both <laughs> dying. You know what I'm saying? I, I know Ukrainians, they're not going to give up their territory like that. Like, they really say they haven't for this long. I mean, because hmm? if they really weren't about that action, then pro-Russian rebels would have already had Ukraine. That's true. Yeah. How do you guys feel about um, Ukraine men, Ukrainian men? They're not allowed to leave the country. From 1860, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it was if you're eligible for war, if your age is eligible for war, you can't leave. Yeah. Yeah. I don't personally agree. I think that's very. That's a long time you have to stay in there. See, that's. I don't. That's I don't. a very dangerous thing because. I'm not trying to say that Ukraine is Nazi Germany, but Nazi Germany, when they started to lose the war, they started to bring men from like, or even kids like 14, 13 years old, they would bring them into the military because all their able-bodied older men, like 21 through their 30s, they were all already dead. So it's, it's dangerous because what happens when all these young men die? Then it's just going to be old men and then women and kids and the economy is going to be thrown out of whack. Everything's going to be all jumbled around. And you see, and I don't really know how to explain it. I think Russia is really just trying to scare Ukraine right now with this invasion because they haven't declared war. Like, if you really think about it, Russia can really take over Ukraine anytime they want. The only issue with that is, like, other countries would join in. But Russia is really huge. And if they're already invading Ukraine, I mean, like I said, Russia's huge. Well, they can only- just invade Ukraine and, you know, take, like, just control all different types of, like, all different areas of Ukraine if they really wanted to. Well, not only that, but I really don't think, especially now, I don't think Russia can finance a campaign like a full-fledged war because we already removed them from SWIFT. All their bank accounts through SWIFT got frozen. Their economy crashed. And in response to that, Putin raised his nuclear defense up to, I think, level two. So like like the U.S. has DEFCON 1 through 5. They have, theirs are labeled through names, but... They're on, like, basically level two right now, which is, like, on alert. So, it's... But what do you think if China joins in? Because the... China's already said they're not going to do anything. They weren't going to? Putin and Xi Jinping had a phone call, and China said, you need to negotiate this through talks. So they're not trying to get dragged into this either. This is where I come in and say, like, Putin is losing, and no matter what he does, he's going to lose. Like, even if you earn the territory, all the things that you're losing right now, from, like, the UN nations telling you you can't do all this, and, you it's know, the G7s, you're losing a lot. You know, you're not, it's not worth it. All the banks that you're getting shut down. And the amount of countries that are involved in the United Nations, yeah. there's a lot. There are a lot. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're going up a very, I guess, a very big wall, I'd say. So you're, you're not winning. Like, even if you take the territory, like, you're not getting anything for like, you know, the cost of that's gonna outweigh what you gain. And like, yeah, we got more land, but our economy's trashed because we had to pump a bunch of money into our campaign. Like, their economy's crashed so much from this war, dude, that 
obviously y'all know what Robux is, right? Literally, one Robux is worth more than their fucking <laughs> than their currency in U.S. dollars. Uh, no, and I'm just like, oh, like Putin, Putin thinks like, yeah, we're gonna get this done. He doesn't realize that my virtual currency is more than his dollar. <laughs> He's desperate right now too. I mean, no. like, mm-hmm. no, we <laughs> bro, it's true though. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. right. I'm like, probably right. He's, you saw? I think he made a video of an hour. And he was just talking about how like it happened with Ukraine, the passage of Ukraine, and how it was part of Soviet. And I was just like, what the heck is this man? Like, the man's going through a midlife crisis right now. <laughs> because he used to be an ex-KGB soldier, or an ex-KGB agent, which was like the Soviet Union's kind of, I wouldn't say like Delta Force, but kind of like their special forces. And they definitely weren't people to be messed with. They were like the elite of the elite. They're like, fuck, I don't know. They're like basically... Like the they're they're put through so much stuff that everything they do, like killing people or killing kids and women, they don't care. They just do it because that's what they're trained to do. And that's what Putin is. He's an ex KGB agent. So Do you it's, think it's kinda like Do you think Putin's just doing it just to look big? Because like how he was saying, like Russia I mean the Soviet Union, like they were huge back then. Hell yeah. yeah like, they were like no, Yeah, no one wanted to mess with them back then. Because back know? then, it was just the U.S. and the Soviet Union. China yeah. wasn't in the picture at all. You didn't have any of these other, you know, rivaling economies beside the U.S. and the Soviet Union. And mm-hmm. going back, fuck, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> you always just all reminds me of, and like... Have you guys ever seen the movie Red Dawn? I'm, yes. I'm, 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 yes. I'm relating this to the movie not because it's not exactly the same, but basically the idea of the movie is that Russia and China are working together. I, I forgot what the cause of it was. I probably could just Cold War. I think it was just, it was just tensions and they were just like... It, was, it had to do with the tensions of the Cold War and they came to America on American soil and obviously we had to fight for our, our land back from China and Russia. And I'm not saying this is the same thing, because it's not, but that's as soon as I heard this, that's what it reminded me of. I just hope it does that never gets to that. That's what, that's what I'm to put out there. I don't it, it'd be pretty hard. To, it would, yeah. It would be pretty hard. Let's hope not. Well, what do, you, what do you guys think if, like, another world war happens? That's crazy. It wouldn't be well for anybody at all. I mean, like, no good weapons, bro. It's just learn one in Washington, D.C., learn one in Moscow. Like, both of them are gone. Right? I think the throwing the World War Three around, that phrase, that it just... Everyone knows, are smart enough to know that doing that is not a good idea. I think Russia, Ukraine, China, U.S., everyone, every country knows that that's not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, but then again, you look at Russia right now, they don't have anything to lose. Like, their economy's trashed. Half of their population's turning on the government. I don't know if you guys saw the video when he announced that he's upping the nuclear threat. His generals mm-hmm. kind of looked at him like, yo, this dude can't be serious. <laughs> like, he really has nothing to lose. So, I feel like that's also a main reason as to why he's starting to up the aggression. Is because he's realizing, he's realizing like, he won't everyone has us by the neck. So, I mean, he also calls, you know, 
mainly all the shots. Yeah. Like, I know, mean, you can't really oppose him, or you're gonna go to the gulag, and there's yeah. <laughs> there's no questioning. Yeah. Uh huh. Like, oh yeah, like down here is different. Like everything down here is political. Like this is all. It like this person has to agree. 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 Like down there is just like what he wants to do. In Russia, it's this is what we believe in, and you don't have a choice. Right. Like, so what do they consider? They're considered communists. Then. Yeah. Not, nec- yeah. not well, necessarily. They, they, don't, they don't. They don't consider themselves communists, but. The way that they run their the presidency, the way that they run their country, they still have some of those communist ideologies kind of weaved into it. Because so they're I'm pretty, like, I'm right, like in Moscow, they're they're protesting the war. They've arrested like they arrested like a thousand, almost two thousand people the first day of the protest. And going back to you know, this is what we say and this is what goes. If you get arrested for political crimes in in Russia, that's probably worse than killing somebody. Oh, man. They they like they'll give you harsh labor. They'll give you years in prison. They they don't play when it comes to political crimes. Mm-hmm. And it's been like that since the Soviet Union. You speak out against the state. They kind of see that as you being a traitor. Kind of seeing that as espionage. Mm-hmm. So they just yeah. send you away. Mm-hmm. And it's it's un- it's scary to live in that if you really think about it. And um, I'm pretty sure they have a a monopoly, don't they? That is that what it? Yeah, they don't have yeah. the same limitations that we do here. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's it's that's like how their one, country goes. One company for gas, one company for food. So it's I'm like assuming their com- economy is a little bit different when it comes to the class. More traditional. Like, you know, the, the class gap is insane. It's, there's probably no maybe the small middle class. There's probably like less than one percent of people there that are middle class because you're either super super rich living out in the mountains with thousands of acres or you're living in downtown moscow in one of the old soviet apartment buildings because i don't know if you guys have seen pictures from russia the buildings are all yeah but the pictures they're all like gray and kind of unsettling yeah like i like and seeing that stuff kind of makes me thankful i lived here because i don't think i could imagine living in a place, I wouldn't. I'm not trying to talk trash, but living in a place that seems so like. I mean, we were supposed to be talking about the stock market. I don't know how this conversation would dragged out. Mm. I mean, I don't know much about this, so I'm gonna have to listen to you guys. You guys gonna teach me a little bit right now? Right. Well, I know the stock market right now is really fluctuating because oil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the main thing right now. A bunch of volume is going towards oil, which all the other stocks are just down, 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 down. While oil is just shooting up slowly, steadily, just keep going up, 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 up. And then that's what's making the stock market usually fluctuate weird. And then a lot of people are leaving crypto and everything, you know, and they like oil and stuff because it just keeps going up and up and up. I did hear they lost like roughly a billion dollars or a billion the currency in crypto because people were pulling out of it. True. That's, mm-hmm. that's a lot. Within the first day of like this the invasion. Yeah, within the invasion people pulled out that, that quickly and it was like that's insane. This is what I know because I really don't know a lot. But seeing that Just go ahead guys keep going. Can I get a quick picture in here? Yeah, just okay. get a quick picture. Um, My mom's complaining, sorry. 
basically what I'm trying to say is. <laughs> uh, I'll get you in the next one. I'm sorry. <laughs> You know what? We're gonna move on. I don't know what <laughs> no, no, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> no, no. Everyone's hearing. Everyone's hearing right now. No, that's okay. That's no, okay. I like the. I, I see what you mean with the with the crypto, but not a lot of people understand why crypto is very, very important if a war was to happen, or even the crisis was to move on into something more delicate. The first day it happened, I don't want to say how much I lost, but I lost around thirty percent of my portfolio like this. The first hour. The first the first hour. I remember. Yep. The first hour, my portfolio went up. I think my mom lost like ten K right then and hour. Damn. Yeah, exactly. So it was bad. It was bad. But the next day everything just went up. And this is supposed to be the way of the future, that's what I was trying to say. Mm -hmm. So when if if we lose that this idea of crypto being like the way of the future could also could fall on itself. Sure. Yeah. Because let's say something were to happen and all of technology all of a sudden becomes obsolete. You can't turn your phone on. Basically, all electricity is gone. How are you going to access your crypto? Well, you have your hardware. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they do come cards now. They they do. Like wallet but then, see, that's, that's the thing, though. But like, I'm, you're, not, you're I'm not big money. on crypto. I'm when like, you re- recover the money the next day, why? Because Russian banks closed, shut down. Ukraine shut down their banks for their people. So what do you have? Your Bitcoin wallet, that's it. Which you can take out the money. And guess what, that day, Bitcoin went up 10%. Now right now it's like, but it's because people are realizing, you know what, if, because the banks can shut you down whenever they want. If my bank was to say, hey, we're, we're shutting you down. I don't, I mean, it's not gonna be like the 1920s, the 1930s progression when they, you know, they put all the money of our savings into, you know, the, the, the stock and the stock went down, no. The thing is, banks can't do that, but the banks can literally close it and say, hey, you can't take out your money right now. Mm-hmm. In crypto, you can't do that because, you know... It's unregulated. It's unregulated. They they, they, it's not controlled by one centralized bank. Exactly. You can take it out in whichever coin you want at the end of the day. You know, you're moving to Mexico, you can take it out in pesos. You know, you're moving to Peru, you can take it out in solids. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something that people are not understanding that much. And, and obviously, some people are going to take out their money, of course. You know, If you already want the profit, might as well take it out. You know, before if a word was to happen, but if you're in the middle, just don't take it. Cause I mean, can't everyone around the world like use crypto? If you have the technology, so you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I can't go buy stocks in Ukraine. Exactly. It's national, international. So mm-hmm. you know, that's something I would be scared of. Like if it was to happen, my what stocks war? I would probably take out. You know, war. Oh, not even Man, war. see, I mean, crisis. Oh, I was just, gonna say because if, if war breaks out, dude. I'm throwing a bunch of money into all the defense contract stocks, like Raytheon, <laughs> Northrop Grumman, you got Boeing, I'm throwing all my money <laughs> because stock. you see all these, during times of war, you see all these defense contractors, their stocks inflate because of how much right. they're supplying demand, stuff like that. Yeah, how much war material they're supplying. Boeing does planes, Raytheon, I don't know what the hell they do, I just know they're a defense company. That's what I'm saying. If you guys, if forever breaks out, Raytheon and all that shit. <laughs> Let me ask you guys a question. This, this is off topic, but do you think Biden fucked up the stock market? Be honest. <laughs> they, <laughs> what I do you mean, believe? See how fucking badly it crashed? When you Hell yeah, bro. Every 60% of my fucking profit. Since Trump was out, yeah, since Trump left office. 
I've damn near lost like 60% of my profit. And I'm on E-Train and Robinhood. Bro. The entire, like, I'm pretty sure it was like a week after, yeah? The entire stock market was red. Everything was down. Like yes, everything 15%, went. Fifteen percent. Yeah, I'm thinking. Like, yeah. Completely plummeted. Yeah, everything went bare. A hundred percent. The whole stock market just went bare. I don't know, but the crypto went bull. Like that shit went bull. Like around my birthday, July, when everything recovered, everything went bull on the crypto market. Like all time high shit. Like double. See, I'm, I'm just not so, too well known. Do you well, do you think the crypto market is related to stock market when it comes to? You know, they're their own no. separate entities because crypto is obviously its own currency, right. which is which stocks you're obviously buying with your currency, and then you sell it at a higher price. They're kind of the same, uh-huh. but they're not. I think crypto. I, th- I actually do think no. I think crypto messes with the stock market. I don't think stock market messes with crypto because if crypto goes down, the whole stock market goes to shit. But if crypto goes up, the stock market can still be down. Yeah. Because I, I, I've seen the stock market go, like, turn to shit and crypto go up. And that's <laughs> when I started investing all of my money into crypto and stuff. Right. Uh-huh. When, uh, Doge, remember when Doge, whatever, like... 70 cents? Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just, like, quadrupled or whatever. I don't even know. That shit just, like, went straight the fuck up. And I was making stupid money off that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck stock market, bro. I was like, yeah, Jeez. I'm just straight crypto. All right. With me, when GameStop got super inflated that one day, I bought, I bought it at like ten bucks a share. And I bought. Why was GameStop going? Up? So, a bunch of like the big investing firms Riddick. were betting on GameStop's stock to crash. So a bunch of people were like, "Hey, let's start buying a bunch of shares and inflate the price of it." Which, I think it actually started to bankrupt a bunch of the investing firms a lot of them had to shut their offices down Ooh. i will say what i heard this, I it's, it's it's complicated but well this well what i heard was that um riddick riddick told everyone to go buy amc and gamestop yeah stocks. it was on reddit it was on wall street right, yeah this was that's what it was COVID, right yeah, yeah. because then, it was like was going down because no one was going to the theaters cause well yeah and then no one's gamestop was about to go out and everything and those big huge rich people like he said reddit Say buy it, buy it, buy it, buy yeah, it. Because what these investing firms will do is they'll sit and watch the stock market specifically for these stock specific stocks to crash so that they can pour money into it and then sell their stocks that they do have. So Reddit basically was like, Nah, fuck you guys. <laughs> the little guys are gonna do it to you guys and see how you feel, which ultimately led to like billions worth so it was, it was, it was, it was well, this was the rich people were making a call. Well, here, no, this they, is, they just sit and watch the stock market. Well, and they're like, hey, no, like, like, well, make a call, like, well, oh, no, oh yeah, they'll, yeah, they'll call basically. their investors, <laughs> hey, watch this stock when it drops. No, no, like, it well, so look, this is this is, is that what you're talking about? You're confusing me. Like, make a call if it's gonna go up or if it's gonna go down. You know how like on Robinhood you can like make a call or something like that. I don't know what it's called. I don't use Robinhood. No, what you're talking about. It's like when you make, when you <laughs> I don't know what to explain it, but it's like when you make a call, things like where you can say, let's say Pfizer is like at $15, you make a call by next week, it's going to be like 13 or like 12 I think that's a bet. That's yeah, that's a bet. Yeah. Like a better call or something like that. Yeah, I, I'm appreciate sure it's a bet. I used to do But this is, this is what I, um, back to like what he said. Um, I, I know what it is. I mean, I don't know what it is. But I think what it was was. Everyone started to buy. I mean, Reddit said buy all these stocks and everything. Oh, crap. Ooh, 
Yeah, Reddit said buy all these stocks and everything. Everyone started to buy GameStop. The volume of GameStop shot up, which made the money of it go up. Only issue was the value of actual GameStop, no one was using it. No one was like actually like going to GameStop and like trading it in. So the volume's all the way up here. And when um, something got here and it has to average out, what do you think like is gonna happen? It's just gonna fucking crash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just like, and that's exactly what it did. The volume went all the way up, so the price of everything went up. And unless everyone's buying it, it's not gonna stay up. And that's exactly what it did. So all these people up here are um, buying, selling stocks, buying, selling stocks, buying, selling stocks, and everything. And what's it called? When everyone sees that and everything, they think, oh yeah, like I'm gonna buy stocks, I'm gonna buy stocks, I'm gonna buy stocks. Like, nah. Dude, not yet, that same yeah. exact night, it crashed. And that's what people didn't realize that it, it wasn't gonna last for that long because no one's buying GameStop. So, like, that was, that was the whole thing about it. That's what I heard of it. See, so, yeah, I messed up because I was waiting for GameStop to like hyperinflate and then. Robinhood ended up locking the stock and I couldn't sell it. So now I have oh, worthless oh, GameStop stock. Yeah. It's so, I, it's just sitting there. Well, I was trying to be the one that actually tried to buy the GameStop when it was all the way high and everything. And I bought it high and I was a dumb, I was dumb, didn't sell it in time. Uh, <laughs> I actually just crashed and everything. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I didn't buy it. I bought like thirty bucks, which was at the time I bought it at like ten dollars. It was like three. My mom still holds because she thinks it's gonna go up. I'm like, oh, of course. <laughs> one day they'll have. I mean, at its highest, I would have got like probably twelve hundred, thirteen hundred out of it. But obviously, thirty dollars to twelve hundred is still a big jump. So yeah. I'm complain. But now, if I sold it, I'd get like eight bucks back. <laughs> well, no. Nah, after that, I got screwed over. I was like, "Fuck you, GameStop. I ain't, I ain't gonna fuck with you. I ain't going to your store." I'm just letting, <laughs> I'm just letting that stock. Sit I don't, there. The stock I don't even anymore. look at the GameStop stock anymore. I can't do it. I mean, I, I like. I have like a hundred dollars. That's it. <laughs> like that's because of the cash out with my rewards and shit. Mm, well, I'm a friend. Stock. Get a hundred dollars. <laughs> well, I'm not buying stocks right now. I'm just buying straight crypto since it's so low. I know crypto's gonna I'm jump up. Anything with stocks or crypto. Pre IPO. Just, I'm just warned us on the pre IPO. Waiting until this IPO and then taking the money out. Crypto for things too. That was, that was a good one. We, we, we ran out of that one too, I guess. <laughs> topic. Uh, so let's run down to the last part of the topic, which is. No, there's two more. It's. Well, okay. It's Putin, Hitler, and then the. You brought up a very good point earlier when you said that, well, you were comparing Ukraine to Nazi Germany, but in this case we're comparing Russia, Russia or more specifically Vladimir Putin to uh, Hitler. And hey, why don't you guys scoot us then? So what do you guys think about, about that? Yeah. The setup changed. Yeah. <laughs> we had a little setup change there. The cameras are dying, so we got to figure things out. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Well... Why don't you? Can you ask again? My mistake. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I think he was So is Vladimir Putin the next? I'd say he has the potential to be. I wouldn't say he's quite there yet, but a lot of the shit that he's doing now, he's getting pretty close to it. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think the people of Ukraine see it, and I'm going based on. Just things that I've seen on the internet because um, 
I tried to do research on just this question specifically because I found it very interesting. And what I saw was, it's not people verbally saying it, but social media is like what they do. They use memes. And memes are what's describing them Yo, to believe that. I don't know if you guys saw it, but the official Ukrainian, their government's Twitter page posted a meme of like, Hitler having his hand on Putin's face. That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. That was funny. That's Dude, imagine shit posting while you're in the middle of getting invaded. Imagine WWE. <laughs> imagine World War Two, like like that. Like I forgot the name of the the mission. It was like the worst mission, like the most homicide. The Pacific Campaign, probably. Yeah, I think it was the. What if? Role. Oh. No, I don't know. I don't know. It was the other one. But the thing is, like, imagine they posted memes around that. What if, you, like, just imagine you're in a, uh, a Ukraine soldier and you're just sitting there, just waiting for Russians to come, and you get a call saying, you're the last soldier, fight for us. <laughs> fight for your country. Imagine you're just sitting there, cleaning your gun, and you just get fucking hit by a missile. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> 3,000 pound missile just fucking... Bro, what if, what if you just see a missile just like blow up in front of you and you just like... Uh, what's it called? You just get blown back and just hit the ground. And like you just blow up like, god damn, like I really just could have fucking died. Like, holy shit. Die. Well, well, I mean, like, you could, 100%, but, like... You're more likely to die from the birds, then. You're from the birds. Well, like, what if you didn't die, okay? Or oh, give radiation or, like, shit. Like, what if you, like... What if you just, like, you're far enough where it just blows you back and everything? You'd be in a lot of pain. 100%, like, I'm saying, like, what would go through your head? Call like, what happened to you? What the fuck just happened? That would, I'd be like, what the hell just happened? I would think you'd be unconscious because with an impact like that... It'll probably knock you out. You know what? You know, okay, what's that? I'm not going to the what is. No, I'm just saying, like, what's going to go through your head? Like, what's going to go through your head? You're more than likely going to be in a coma if you're not. What if? I'm saying, like, okay, so if you, is the missile far enough? Bro, Call of Duty, bro. I'm saying, is the missile far enough that I can see it impact and blow up and then I can knock back? Yeah. Okay, well, then that's different. Okay, I thought you meant, like, it lands, like, Certain details that they'll add, like I don't know if you've seen Russia's uniforms, but they're like super dark green camo. Is it illegal if you change like? Yes, that is. That's a war crime. Really? Yeah. 
Adding so actually like balls I think that war crimes should be set in place because if you don't then things get very, very ugly. The like people are out there like killing Russia, well, Russians are all like you guys seen the video of a Russian yeah. tank ran oh, over yeah, an old lady and everything. That was a, oh, thank God he survived. That was a dude. Well I mean yeah, like well, thank God like they're alive, hundred percent thank God, but like what the fuck? That's like, like a seventy ton piece of metal fucking just rolling over. I know, like, they're, they're on the like, other side of the road and everything, and on top of that, like, the like, tank let other cars go away. You like, drive, when you drive it through Ukraine and you see this fucking T-92 tank hit a sick-ass drift and drive over you, like, what do you think? You just sit there like, how am I going to explain right this to my insurance? Hundred <laughs> yeah, percent. My, my car got ran over with a tank. Can you explain that? Fine, they still have insurance over there. Hey, they got video proof though, so yeah. For, like that's yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, I'm it'd like, be so man. hard to make. Like, I'd I'd be like, you can't make this shit up. I'll say go fund me, bro. Boss, I'm that fucking boss, famous in the United States and everything. Like the video's gone. Like came all the way over here. If I'm not famous, fuck it. Make it I, go fund me. <laughs> like, like it might be all over. Today, uh, my, my car got ran over by a tank, and I'm still sitting in it. <laughs> like, that's just some crazy. Like, shit. like imagine your coat. Like, imagine one of your employees calls you. He's like, "Yeah, I'm sitting in my car, and I just got ran over by a tank." Like, what the fuck do you say to that? I wonder how she even like. How long was she in there? She was in there for a minute. I heard, and then like they they did they pry her out or something. Yeah. I don't know how you pry that shit yeah. out. That's, that's how I'm like, all right, so going into the last thing, um, how do you feel the United States is handling it? I'm really short. So I agree, you know, I agree, you know, not get into a lot of detail. Let's well, give you a point of view. See me, I'm, this, I wouldn't have done enough research personally. Something you have done. See well, me, I hate this administration that we're living in. I've hated this administration. So... I don't think anything they've done thus far has been good, but what, I feel like in terms of with the NATO being involved without being directly involved, I think there's some something good going on there. I agree, I agree. Because we're we're helping them, but the U.S. itself it's isn't directly there. Well, actually, um, I'm pretty sure the United States sent troops and supplies to, and to Poland. It was to, to Poland, Poland and Germany. Or, well, I, I thought it was Eastern Europe. They're in. They said it's the Eastern Europe. Yeah, Eastern Europe. It is? Okay, I, I, don't, I don't really know. Yeah, yeah I don't, like the I don't Baltic know, but... states and shit like that. Well, so yeah, like, that's that's what I heard. So, like, what do you guys feel about that? Like, I feel like it's good as long as... Because they're NATO countries. I think Yeah, day, because right? I don't know if you guys heard, but I think two, two or three days ago, Ukraine... Or Russia started amassing... They started amassing troops on Poland's border. So, that's, that's a good thing. Because, obviously, it's showing that... If we need to, we're gonna be there for our allies. And sure. if you fuck with us, then you're fucking with them also. And if you fuck with them, you're fucking with us also. Polish people can fuck some people up. I don't know. I'm not <laughs> yeah, even sure. Yeah, man, Polish people, my, my, people are tough. Yeah, like, yeah, they like to fight. Yeah, <laughs> they me, can fight too. Me and Carlos went to a Polish festival yesterday. Oh, there's some tall people. They were, they were aggressive yeah, too. Yeah, they're just bumping into me and saying, yeah, "Watch yeah. out!" I'm like, "Damn!" Yeah, I'm like, "Shit!" I'm sorry. I was, I was walking to them. I'll be like, "Excuse me." They're like, "Damn right, excuse you." I'm like, "Fucking hey, okay." My senior year math teacher, she's something like. Five, this was last year. She's like five foot one, straight from Poland, thick ass Poland accent. 
broad-ass one of the meanest motherfuckers I've ever met in my life. That's like, a target right there. Like, you would walk up to her thinking she's nice, but nah. And, they, and dude, they're, they're my height, too. Just, huh? They got, they got like, a god complex or something. Being short. The, the Polish female are short. <laughs> for some reason, the guys are, like, fucking behemoths. Yeah, like, yeah. them people are, like, 6'5", six, 6'6", six, 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 They're tall. They're and Carlos is tall, and I saw them. Uh, they were all about his height. They're all about my height, yeah. They're either built like LeBron James. I know. They're just super skinny. T- I was looking at pictures. Well, well, guys. Yeah, this we, was a this was a great podcast. I mean, we even ran out of time. It was, it was crazy. <laughs> we had so much to talk about, but we ended up you know, collaborating with a lot of ideas. And it was great to have you guys over here. Last time, you guys can present yourselves to the camera and call it a day. Uh, Lion Carlos L O or L I O N dot C A A R L O S on Instagram. You know, follow that. I also have a podcast, Straight Shooting with Matt. Um, check it out. I don't got nothing, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. Exactly. I got Facebook. <laughs> I got MySpeak. Oh, that was nice, guys. I like that. That was like 30 minutes. That was pretty dope. Yo, I'm going to start podcast now. That's a wrap.